Hi there. Welcome back to The Scene Podcast. And thank you for taking 50 minutes out of what I'm sure is a very busy day to listen to one of our little pod plays. This week, we're doing another reload of a pod play that was originally featured in season two of The Scene Podcast. We know you're going to enjoy it, and we hope you'll continue to indulge these earlier efforts at the podification of plays. And maybe you'd like to come with us on our journey at getting better and better at making them, which you can do. Because if you're a writer and you spend your days tapping away at a keyboard or scribbling away in a notebook, we need to let you know that we are currently reading scripts for season four of The Scene Podcast. Because we want to give grassroots talent like you a little bit of a digital footprint, you know, something you can show the grandkids once you're rich and famous and you're producing Hollywood screenplays. So please send in your work to us and you can do that via the website, thescenepodcast.co.uk. That's what Lawrence Quilty did many moons ago when he sent us in the script for what you're about to hear, which is a short play called Gaia. It's set just a little way into what is a pretty unrecognisable future where the younger generation are putting the older on trial for their past crimes against the environment. This is Gaia by Lawrence Quilty. Good morning, Mr Harmon. I trust we've been keeping you comfortable. Can't you speak? You know, if you've lost your English, I'm sure we can arrange for... I'm not him. I'm not Harmon. The wall behind you, Mr Harmon, contains a field of sensors, currently monitoring your heart rate. Each time you lie to me, my watch vibrates. This exercise would be of very little value unless we already knew you were telling us the truth. Then what is it you don't know? Where you've been all this time. Not exactly, anyway. Beyond the wall, of course. But it's not every day I meet a survivor of a decade and a half. Remarkable. I'd like to know how you managed it. By finding high ground and banding together. You weren't alone. In the hills there are camps as large as a hundred strong. Working in bands you can dig deeper tunnels when the storms come. You can build bigger boats. What is it you eat out there? We scavenged the cities for the first few years. And then we learned to hunt. Ah, yes. Very good, Mr. Harmon. You have just lied to me in order to test whether I was bluffing about my watch. Now you know that I was not. And I know that you have never hunted. Did you farm the earth? Nothing grows out there now. And you never saw a fish in all those years? No. I would have expected whatever remained of the old cities to have decayed by now. Did you consume meat? I never reared livestock. That isn't what I asked. The sensors are detecting 22 milligrams of nitrogen in your blood, indicating relatively recent meat consumption. Only what was found, what would have expired anyway. We never stored or traded what could otherwise be eaten. It was too precious for that. They needed me to- They? You have dependents to provide for? No. One of the chief advantages of being able to tell when a person is lying, Mr. Harmon, is that it also makes it extremely obvious when they are attempting to avoid the truth. My partner and child passed away in the last frost. I see. What age was the dependent? Four. She lived completely off-grid, her whole life beyond the war. 
She never... You're saying we can't trace her? I'm saying she did no harm. Everyone leaves a mark, Mr. Harmon. Lost to the frost or starvation? To sickness. And yet, you are... Unaffected. So the censors say. Remarkable. You banded together. Even after everything. Because they weren't the first, were they? You had additional dependents, another partner even. Drowned? The year I went beyond the wall. But you already knew that. We do. For as long as you were within the territory, the facts are already established. Then why are you- To assess your relationship to those facts, Mr. Harmon. On an interpersonal level. To this point, Gaia has merely needed you to fill in some blanks. This is you, isn't it? In the year 2020. What was it you did for a living back then? Um... I worked for an NGO. We helped farmers in the Sahara to- Nice try, Mr. Harmon. You worked for an NGO until February of that year, when you moved to a better-paying job at an investment bank. Well, if you already know, then why- Because your honesty is a metric which will affect your score. Your previous evasions have already been recorded. Wait, what score? What is Gaia? You travelled widely for business, even before your appointment at Fairwater Investments. And then after that, well... Do you know how many miles of air travel you've covered in your lifetime? Too many. 1,109,220. You need to understand that back then we were all... No. Mr. Harmon, your air mileage puts you in the top 2% of frequent flyers during the period. It also produces 430,208 kilograms. But I holidayed in Wales. <laughs> I never flew other than when it was absolutely necessary. For business? Well, yes, it's your business that I'm particularly keen to talk about. Tell me about the Manta Bypass Initiative. That the highway was intended to alleviate traffic in the city centre. We knew that stationary vehicles in gridlock emit more... The alternative plan was for a suburban light railway. Your company lobbied against that. Now that wasn't me. I helped secure the funding, sure, but I was never involved in any lobbying. I was against it even. I raised concerns anyway. I, I said... No. No, you didn't. Do you know how many journeys were recorded on that stretch of road before it collapsed into the Pacific? 153,371,867 trips. All absolutely necessary, I'm sure. Projecting on the basis of 82 petrol propulsion, that leaves an imprint of kgs as high as 736,184,009... No way! That's not all on me! What about all the people that drove on the bloody thing? Where are their kgs? Well, obviously, Mr. Harmon, it gets shared out. But as a primary investor in the project, you have to accept... How much of it? What percentage of that mess goes on me? You know I can't just give you a percentage. Why not? You seem to know everything else. Throughout our conversation, Gaia has been providing me with statistics relevant to your case via an audio implant. So far, I have presented to you only simple whole figures based on verifiable data. But what you're asking for me now is not really a figure at all, but an algorithm. Comprised of numbers, certainly, but... 
if I was to reel off the full formula, well, you and I could be here all day and likely neither of us would understand a single line. Well, then how can that be right? If you can't even explain to me how it is I'm being judged here, it's not fair. It isn't democratic. I think you must be too close to it, Mr. Harmon. Objectively, Gaia is by far the most democratic system of justice ever managed. You see, unless instructed otherwise, an algorithm takes no notice of whether you are black or white, whether you hold yourself professionally, look disreputable, intimidate or charm. Gaia performs only what it is programmed to do, without prejudice or error. Numbers, you understand, are the most effective leverer we have. You're saying you objected. Fine. I never objected to the road, but it wasn't my idea. You were only following orders. Yes! God damn it! Doesn't that make a difference? You've not been in the wilderness that long, Mr. Harmon. Try Nuremberg, 1945. Oh, now that is just... You, you, you can't just bring up... You know... You know, even before, your generation never... Never showed due deference to history. Yes! Yours never valued the future. I know which of us fucked up worse. We've gone off topic. And you're getting angry. I am not. Your heart rate indicates otherwise, Mr. Harmon. I'm going to leave our discussions here, I think. I feel like we've seen enough. You know, I was one of the few who gave a fuck. Back then, before everything went sideways, I used the right bins, I voted liberal, I even went on a goddamn march! London, May Day, 2021. Have you got that on your miserable database? We have. So what if I flew? Everybody did it then. And my millionaire miles must have been a drop in the ocean compared with what the real powerful people were up to. So my investments weren't always green projects, we used to call them. I needed to make money, didn't I? Or else I'd get fucking fired. It was business. It was what we all did. I never- This won't take long. Gaia, one PA sequence for David John Harmon. Good morning. Now running personal assessment sequence for David John Harmon. In your personal assessment, please describe the current mental state of David John Harmon. You can hear me, can't you? Please give your answer using three one-word adjectives. Scared. Defensive. Outmoded. Listen, you need to let me see a lawyer or something. I can't follow what's happening here. Thank you. And in your personal assessment, to what extent does David John Harmon Acknowledge responsibility for past crimes against contemporary humanity. I'm not saying I'm innocent. Every moment I, I curse myself for what happened, but I came back here willingly to face whatever justice you have. Please give your answer on a scale of 1 to 50. It's not this. Not a bloody score. Hmm. 12. There is nuance in this. There are shades of grey. Thank you. Is there anything else you would like to add? Is anybody listening to me? Hello? They survived by banding together, he said. I don't know. Could be he shook off some of the self-interest of the old world out there. 
only much too late. I'm sorry. Since no records exist for interpersonal activities outside of the territory, it is not possible to work in impact projections on the basis of the oral testimony provided. No? Don't worry then. Great. That's the sequence complete. Would you like me to generate the score now? Sure. Thank you very much. I'm combining the recent personal assessment sequence feedback with a data scan of all available digital records for David John Harmon. Utility billing, purchase history, geolocation mapping and corresponding travel logistics, recorded scores of known descendants... Gaia, how are you including the dependent born beyond the wall? You know it died in infancy. That's right. I'm factoring in an additional 68,498 kgs as the projected footprint of one unidentified female, dead at four years, outside the territory. Cool. Carry on. Building in lifetime print log, number and nature of registered household pets, browsing history and accompanying server drain, volume of digital communication liable to increase societal apathy or disaffectedness, Bioscan estimates of lifetime tobacco consumption, drug intake, drain on national health services, time spent exercising, oxygen intake whilst exercising, resting oxygen intake, methane expulsion, organic waste... Gaia, let's just skip forward, alright? No problem. Now displaying the score for David John Harmon. Have a nice day. Well, what happened? The thing I don't understand, Mr. Harmon, is why you would come back. Even out in the starving wastes of nowhere, you must have heard something of the policies that have been established here. Of Gaia. You tell me there are communities of many hundreds of outlaws living- Refugees. I don't think so. Might we agree on partisans? There wasn't a war. No. Well, it didn't feel very much like peace. What is Gaia? Have you heard, Mr. Harmon, of Friedrich Nietzsche? He was what they called in the old world a philosopher, most famed for his 1891 declaration that God was dead, that civilization in the West had advanced to such a state that we no longer had any need of a moral arbitrator to judge and punish us. In that same year, the world's first coal power station became operational in London, heaving out kgs and volumes never thought possible before. You see, Mr. Harmon, perhaps I am not as ignorant of history as you might suppose. You're not explaining anything. Gaia is our penance for Nietzsche's hubris. Because what did humanity do without a god to outweigh our sin? For a century and a half, we lived without consequence or restraint, believing our species now stood so erect that we no longer had any tie to the earth beneath our feet. You hardly need me to tell you of the vengeance taken by Gaia in your young adulthood. It's Greek, by the way. Gaia. She was the ancient personification of Mother Earth. 
and then we resurrected her in binary code and formulae to reconquer the errant children of humanity and save the blameless. Emmeline. That was her name. My daughter. My dependent, you called her. Wasn't she blameless? Who was supposed to save her? She gave me purpose out there and hope, even at the end of everything. She saved me and I couldn't return the favor. Is that why you came back? Love, or rather the mark that love leaves behind? Do you still have that here? Some still harbour a certain nostalgia for the old ways. It always seemed a rather bourgeois concept to me. How long will I get? Oh, a few minutes. What? Of imprisonment? Well, we're hardly going to let you go beforehand, are we? Before? No! No! No, I came back here to serve a sentence, to do my time. Certainly detention is a measure available to us, but Gaia has assigned you a score in the 490s. I don't know what that means. I don't understand any of this. The radiation poisoning that killed your companion and dependent has barely left a trace on you. You truly are one of nature's survivors, Mr. Harmon. Remarkable. Only you see that hardly helps you here. I mean, in prison you might live another 30, 40 years? <laughs> then where would we be? Even on a modern diet, without travel or possessions, your score could reach, what? 510? 520? No. If we were ever truly serious about the Paris Climate Accord targets, of keeping globalised warming levels below 2 degrees by 2050, well... We can hardly afford to have people with schools in the 500 still walking around breathing. You... you can't! This is madness! It's cruel and it's fucking insane! Please do try to take a broader perspective, Mr. Harmon. At long last. This isn't cruel, but simply efficient. We're going to need those KGs elsewhere. We didn't know, right? My generation, I mean, we didn't know it would be like this. Oh, that is some horse shit. You... Well, would you look at that? Apparently it's my pulse that's raising now. And isn't that the most remarkable thing of all? You don't even believe you're lying. We didn't know. You were born in 1993, Mr. Harmon. Do you mean to tell me that once you came of age, you sided with the deniers? With all the quacks and compromised politicians wailing that all this change was nothing but a hoax? No, I wasn't a denier. I just... I just didn't think it would be like this. You know, I was born in 2018 without the privilege of being able to deceive myself that this wouldn't one day be like this. The summer heat wave of 2025 killed one-fifth of pensioners in the old United Kingdom. 
The storms that followed that winter flattened whole towns. These are not facts fed to me through an implant now. This is my history you are trying to absorb yourself of. The living hell which you people left for me. And you want my pity. Our mercy for your vain little story of misfortune in the wastelands. Try being orphaned age nine to rioting in the fuel shortages. Try teenage conscription to the battery guards. Order to machine gun migrant boats in the Thames. Desperate men. Pregnant women and stick-thin children from the drowning counties of Norfolk, Essex and Kent. You think our system is cruel to you. When you skipped out on consequence beyond the wall and left the rest of us to suffer and claw and change in the chaos. Because we rebuilt too, Mr Harmon. Gaia brought us order and efficiency. We needed her long, long ago, and now there is a lot of catching up to do. Then it's like you said. I'm a survivor. I won't let you take me without a fight. Oh, Mr. Harmon. You didn't think we'd develop the technology to monitor your heart from the walls without the means to stop it, too. No. I suggest you make your peace with it. And prepare for the end of quite a remarkable life. Sometimes I think it seems a shame to lose so many of your age in this fashion. Born in the 1990s. To think of all the change you must have seen. I mean, simply as a witness. Then again, I suppose it is a rather hollow value to extract from an entire generation that they simply witnessed. Oh well, time to act now. Gaia, how many more to target? You'll need to lose the equivalent population for a combined score of 12,300 today. That's a projected saving of 6,456,335 kgs and consistent with a globalized course of action which keeps us well on the way to sub 2 degrees of warming by 2050. Have a nice day! Spooky. So the message here obviously is if you are over 20 years old, say, you really need to be doing your recycling and holidaying in the UK because the kids, the kids are coming for you. What a brilliant play this is. Lawrence, the writer, took you know, a reality and concepts that we all know and understand, like carbon offsetting and climate refugees and just just pushed them just over the edge into something completely extreme and, and terrifying and seemingly very possible. Gaia by Lawrence Quilty starred Maddie O'Brien as Young Woman and Artie Frushin as Harmon. Additional voices and sound design by me, Sassy Clyde.
It was produced by Jano Media in association with Get Over It Productions and our theme song was by Emma McGrath. Goodbye. Come on,